0: Welcome to The Spare Room. I'm Sam.
1: I'm Ashton. And today we're going to talk about how memories and experiences in our childhood and our young adult lives formed who we are and how that happens for most people. So Sam, like what would you say like are some of the things that make you you?
0: Well, for the, like, for the time I was like five till high school, my life pretty much revolved around baseball whether it was t-ball when I was five or high school athletics by the time I got there I was always doing something with baseball whether it was little league it was fall ball
1: and your mom didn't want you playing football for a long time right
0: yeah she always thought I'd get hurt and like rightfully so especially with everything that we know about it today
1: so baseball was kind of like a safer option
0: yeah they whenever I was five I didn't they just put me in T ball at the local YMCA. So it was like, here, go do something.
1: And it, I'd say, other than you, your mom really loves baseball. Like, I think your mom, other than you and your family, she's probably the next one that's like the most into baseball. Out she's of your a huge
0: family. Rangers fan for sure. She is.
1: So, would you say that that's like, that's obviously a huge part of your life, right?
0: Yeah, baseball was definitely, like I said, it was the main focal point of my life forever. Even when I got to high school and everything, I wasn't bad in school. I was actually, school was pretty easy for me, but...
1: And he was a catcher.
0: It was just, eh, yeah, by the time I got really into my own, it was third base. But um, high school was more of, okay... I'll do good in my classes and pass so that I can play baseball. It wasn't, oh, I'm going to do good grades so I can go to school. He was really smart. He's one of
1: those annoying people that don't have to study for tests and get 100 anyway.
0: It's because they're not that hard. (laughs) Show off. Okay. But other than baseball, what I really remember a lot about being a kid is every day after getting home from school, I would watch a movie, pop in some VHS that we had. And watch it. And whenever I was a kid, we didn't have a ton of different VHS movies. So it was like the same five or six movies in a row. It was usually like uh, the original Star Wars trilogy. uh, The 1980... Forgive me for not knowing the year. Batman, the first Tim Burton one. um, Or like Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade. So... Like I just watch that type of movie just over and over every day.
1: Yeah, well, and if you want to know our favorite or best pick movies, go see our or go listen to our last podcast we posted last week. We talked about some really awesome movies and some of those, um, probably some that you watched as a child too.
0: Mm, Absolutely.
1: And um, Sam's family and him. So especially, so he has a younger sister and an older brother. And the three of them speak their own language. They quote movies like nobody I have ever met in my whole life.
0: I could probably have cured cancer if I devoted brain power to that instead of remembering (laughs) movie quotes. But I chose a different path.
1: So, those are two things that are like, I would, you would say are like your part of your hobbies now, right?
0: Yeah. Like, I still. Enjoy baseball. I watch it as much as I can. Uh, not right now, but, and always watching movies, especially with all the streaming stuff now, the Netflixes and the Disney pluses. You can just go back and watch all the new stuff or all the stuff you watched growing up. It's been, it's been awesome with all that. But, uh so those are just a couple things that from my childhood that have like even carried over into my life today and everything, but so like, what are some of the things that you remember like as a child that have really influenced you and have still stuck with you today?
1: So I'm, I had a pretty close family uh, or still do, um, growing up. And so we had, we have very similar families, like, um, three kids, mom and dad still together. Um, which is awesome. Not a lot of people get that. So and we were very blessed to have family that, um, Is still all together in one unit. Um, but my mom and dad influenced me a lot. My mom and dad are both very ambitious people, um, starting businesses, very entrepreneurial, um, making something out of nothing kind of people. And so I think that um, that definitely has carried on in my life. Like I'm just tendency to be ambitious take more on than I probably can not saying no that kind of thing but um, my mom influenced me a lot so I I sing I I'm not gonna go on American Idol or anything like that but I think I have a pretty decent voice and so I I use it right now I'm on my church worship band and I love using my voice in that way And I sing in the house and I'm also a teacher and my kids, I think, enjoy when I sing around the classroom, very sing-songy. But um, my mom and I would sing a lot and my favorite memory is on summer nights or like cool spring nights, not every night, this would be like a once every month kind of thing but every once in a while after dinner before bed my mom and I would just find ourselves on the front steps of the house I grew up in and just like appreciating nature and just kind of sitting out there and my mom would just start singing and we would sing together and it was just something that really like formed my life and I know I've told you this story Sam And these are still, like, songs that, like, I'll sing to our son Cooper um, to put him to bed or songs I'll sing around the house. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one. I'm also really into crafting and making. Sam makes fun of me of my YouTube uh, feed because it's so random.
0: The dumbest things. She'll watch a guy farm for three hours. (laughs) Like, what?
1: So I I agreed. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really random things. Like, people just doing all sorts of random things. And I, I realized it one day. What drew them all together? What connected them all? And it was that they were all, like, makers in some way. Like, they were, like, making food or making... Um, like, things like woodcrafting or photography or sewing or whatever it was. But I just really enjoy the process of, like, making things. And I think that comes from both my mom and my dad.
0: Other than that, though, I think one thing that we both have in common from our childhoods is that we were both raised in church, like, from a very young age, I think, four or five, I remember, church was a priority we were going every sunday morning every sunday night every wednesday it was just it was very very important in our lives and for us especially today it still is like like Ashton said she's on our worship band like we lead a small group and,
1: and sam's in uh leads one of the or not doesn't lead youth group but he's as a leader in youth group
0: And so we're just very involved in our church today and everything. And that really comes from just growing up in church and our families just really instilling that in us.
1: Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you can think of?
0: Uh, I mean, just growing up in the nineties and everything, it was kind of like when video games really started to boom, Mm -hmm. like towards the end of the eighties, you had the original Nintendo, which we had, and then we didn't have because my brother had problems with that. And then we got, we uh, had a Game Boy that we always we always had that around for whatever reason. I think that was mainly like my mom wanted it because she would play Doctor Mario, so she was like, "Y'all don't need to be playing video games, but I'm gonna play Doctor Mario." But <laughs> you
1: said she played in like the, the school uh, pickup. Yeah, line.
0: she she wanted to. She didn't want to wait forever in the long lines to pick us up from school, so she'd get to the line like. Thirty minutes early, and she'd be one of the first ones there. And to kill the time, she just played Doctor Mario on the Game Boy. <laughs> she freaking kill it too.
1: See, my mom would play video games with us too. My dad never would, though.
0: Well, see, mom never played video games with us. She's like solely Doctor Mario, and dad, he knows what games we're playing, but he says the wrong things. He on trolls purpose. you. He's everything is everything is a game box. It's not an Xbox or a Game. It's a game box. But. My
1: mom would play video games with us too. She actually played with us. So like my mom would um play let's see, she played Zelda with us and she would occasionally play some other ones. But I specifically remember Zelda and the 007 Golden Eye.
0: Yes, because you always told me that she would play with you, but she didn't want to kill you because you were her children.
1: <laughs> she wouldn't play the like the multiplayer mode where you like actually like after each other because she just she was like I couldn't do it, I just can't. But uh, so she would play video games with us too.
0: Yeah, so since I kind of grew up with video games and everything, um, it's still I don't know I have. I don't know, six or seven systems hooked up right now. So and bad. A couple handhelds, like yeah. video games, and our son plays now too. It's just, you can't get away from it these days, especially with the eSports and everything. And 15-year-olds making $2 million for playing games. Like, they're not going away anytime soon. It's like and Yeah,
1: Cooper. Uh, yeah, go get really good at that game. <laughs>
0: yeah, neglect your homework. <laughs> just be good at video games, and you'll be good.
1: We're not hoping for Cooper to be a doctor. We just want him to be an eSports champion these days.
0: Hey, you know. That's probably makes more than some doctors.
1: <laughs> but, and I think video games is still something that I enjoy too. Uh, growing up in like the same era, like he was saying, it's just kind of like part of life. So it's definitely something that like we both enjoy, like a common hobby of ours. Uh, definitely video games. Like I, I'm playing like Animal Crossing right now and I have a Zelda game going and. Uh, You've kind
0: of started the Layton game going through the The Professor together. Layton.
1: Which is really good. Highly recommend. Um, Can we talk about sci-fi for a second?
0: Yeah, that's another thing that we kind of both grew up. Like, our dads were, you know, they're around the same age, too. And it's just that kind of thing. You know, they grew up with that crappy sci-fi. The claymation, the stop motion. The The spaceships on strings. Flash Gordon. Yes. You know. Oh, my gosh. Flash Gordon. the, The goofy movies. And it would just be the type of thing, like, on a Sunday afternoon or on Friday night or Saturday night at like 11 or 12 at night, my dad would be like, Hey Sam, you want to stay up and watch this movie with me? And it wasn't necessarily about watching the movie. It was more about what well, I get to stay up past my bedtime. Heck yeah, I'm going to watch this movie, but it always ended up being those goofy sci-fi movies. And so that helped my like foundation and love of sci-fi grow. And so I got into star Wars and star Trek, the next generation, and uh, Stargate, and just all those.
1: And I think it's so interesting that, like, I I think he he's right that like my dad and his dad are are similar in a lot of ways, just because, like their their age and like their role in their 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 families, like our extended families, and um, that they both worked really hard and there a lot of similarities. So I I wasn't not super surprised that they both really like sci fi too. So just like him, like I grew up you know, your dad always has control of the television.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so like, it would be Star, Star Trek Voyager and Deep Space Nine and um, Stargate, all the same ones that he grew up watching with his dad. I did too. And so I think we were like, oh, we can be nerds together. Great. But definitely still something that... um Something from our childhood that definitely did like form our hobbies. Now, um, another thing I had, I have, um, is just being in the kitchen, baking, especially uh, my mom when I was little. So before she started working, so my I have an older brother and sister, and when they were home and I was home, and as soon as I was in kindergarten, my mom got like a part time job and then eventually full time. But, in the meantime, when she was a stay at home mom, she would bake and decorate cakes. That was like her side hustle to you know add income to the family and so she would decorate these cakes and so Although it wasn't her like full time job or anything um while I was like growing up like most like my childhood and my like teenage years and stuff, it was still something just stuff she had around you know anytime we had a birthday cake, it was never like a you know a box cake in a 9 by 11 pan kind of thing. It was always like a a shaped cake or like a stacked cake or something like that. Something a little bit more elevated than I think most. And so um, that's definitely something that I still enjoy doing. Um, Now that my mom is retired from her um, clerical job that she had for so many years, she is now doing that again. So she has now like a full fledged like bakery business. And it's still something I really enjoy. When I'm teaching, I still go up and help her decorate cakes.
0: And like I said in our trailer podcast, um, I like to eat Ashton's baking. She, yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I'm not very creative in the kitchen or anything like that. I can make a mean fried egg, but that's about it.
1: Oh, so good! Your fried, your why are men just so much better at breakfast?
0: Um, I will have to say though, my fried egg skills come from my mom. So. Shout out to mom on that one.
1: Uh, I was never taught how to fry an egg. He's got me
0: on that one. Yeah, but for that's kind of Ashton's creative outlet with her crafting and her baking and everything. And again, my creative side it really only came out in Legos when I was a kid. Um, I specifically remember for Christmas one time I got this castle set of Legos, like obviously like my, medieval castle yeah, type thing. Yeah. And obviously, my parents bought it for me, and my dad was just like, ah, I don't know why you like Legos so much. They're just toys, blah, blah. And then he was like, oh, no, But here, let me help you put it together. And like, <laughs> like my dad almost put the whole thing together while he was complaining about why I like Legos so much. But that was always my creative outlet. Like, I had a giant cardboard box of Legos, and you know, you'd know, get the sets, and then you'd build them, and then they'd fall apart, and you'd just make whatever with them. So that's kind of where my creative outlet came from. And even nowadays, like, I still have Lego sets that I like to buy. Specifically, like, the licensed ones from the characters of movies I like. Mm -hmm. But our son is really into Legos now. Like, he's got...
1: So into them. Obsessed right now. He's
0: probably got more Legos now than I ever had in my whole life combined. So, it's kind of cool getting to see him play with them and play with Legos with him also.
1: And that's one of the random YouTube channels we watch together. We watch people put... Legos together um and so we get to bond over that but he has so many Legos so many and it's interesting because like he really enjoys the license stuff too like Sam but then he's got that um need to be like organized and like have everything really like aesthetically pleasing like I do and so right now we are in the process of like putting up like a pegboard wall in his room so that he can organize all of his Legos and he told me the other day that he was telling me very specifically that he wanted drawers and he was going to put minifigures in one and all the heads of them in one and all the bodies of them in one and all their accessories in one like their hair and their hats and and so it's really cute how like totally obsessed with Legos he is right now.
0: And that kind of came from, like I said, I played with them. I think even you played with Legos when you were a kid too. Yeah. My
1: brother um, had, he wasn't, I wouldn't say he was like super, super into Legos, but it was definitely kind of like something he enjoyed. And so, you know, like most, I think most nineties kids, there's at least a bucket of Legos somewhere in the house. Right. And so I'm my, one of my favorite memories is my brother and I, so my sister's the oldest, so that my brother's the middle, so I was closest to him in age. And so uh, we would play Lego Wars and Lego Wars was basically a smash smashing of Legos like a like a battle and we would pick a piece, like a special is what we would call them. so they would be like, I don't know what are some examples of like specials like gold coins or like like the little crystal pieces. Oh, yeah. Or like the little like the little like special pieces that are not necessarily like the Lego brick technology. And we would pick one. And then our job was to encapsulate that as strongly as possible. Creating this like brick around it. And you
0: threw stuff at it.
1: No, we would ram them into each other. Like collide them in the middle of the kitchen floor. Um, you got, you got your hand hurt a couple times here and there, but it was worth it.
0: Or mom and dad's foot stepping on that at night.
1: Oh gosh. Um, yeah, that hurts. I just stepped on one on the stairs earlier. That hurt. I almost fell down the stairs. I didn't though. Mom win. But, um, the point of the game was to whoever special fell out first lost. And so, yeah, Legos were definitely something I played with too as a young kid.
0: Uh, So one more thing that I can think of from my childhood that's kind of still influenced me today is whenever I was younger, my dad used to have a motorcycle and I would ride with him on the motorcycle, but I wouldn't ride on the back. Like I was small enough when he started taking me with him that I would ride in front of him, pretty much sitting on the tank of the motorcycle. And we'd be driving down the highway and he'd honk the horn and I'd honk the horn, and he'd honk it twice, and then, and then I'd honk it twice. And, like, he'd play with the blinkers, and then I'd play with the blinkers. Like, he let, <laughs> he let me do all that kind of stuff while we were riding. And it's funny because it's been a couple of years now, but we actually heard of a guy who got arrested for endangering his child because he was letting him ride his motorcycle in front of him. And it was just like, geez, how many miles have I rode like that? Yeah. But even when I got too big, my dad would borrow – his dad's Goldwing, and we'd like go to Six Flags on a Goldwing, or we'd go to Oklahoma and back on my grandpa's Goldwing. And so, like, I just grew up riding a motorcycle with my dad. And so, I've had one in the past that I've sold, and now I've actually got another one that me and my dad are actually putting back together. So, I'm that...
1: so excited! I cannot wait to ride on the back of that.
0: So, yeah, so like. Growing up with my dad, he instilled sci-fi into me. He instilled motorcycles. He instilled my faith. And he like, instilled a creative like, mind with Legos. Because even though he was like, Legos are dumb, he would build with them. But he's a mechanic, so he's always working with his hands. Your
1: dad's very creative, just a not very. in a... Not in the traditional sense. Yeah, I want to say creates, artistic.
0: He's very mechanical.
1: Yeah, he creates a lot of interesting things in his garage.
0: But and like I said, my my mom. I don't want to sound like she didn't do anything for me. She's she's done so much for me. She teaches me how to do breakfast. Like I'm like I have to clean the house. The house has to be clean, and that comes from her. Praise <laughs> Lord. Like my mom is, you know, she's done a lot for me too. She's taught me. You know, how to be kind and how to love and everything. So I don't want to just, I I don't want anybody to think that I'm just throwing her away like she didn't do anything for
1: me. (laughs) Your mom and dad are awesome people. And um, I guess if you recap too, like, so my singing and my crafting and my baking came and my faith came from my mom and my dad. And then um, my dad is also, he's like a craft, like a craftsman. Um, and they're both very ambitious. So, um, it's, it's so interesting how just like who we are today, like the, the things that make us, us and the make us who we are, um, really come from, if you kind of follow the line down some like deep rooted, like memories, um, and experiences we had when we were younger, um, that still really influence us today and not everything. I mean, there's surely there's things about us that are not deep rooted in our childhood but um the things that are important the things that bring us joy and passion the things we're passionate about um come from things that we experienced when we were younger
0: but and we'd love to hear some of yours if there's anything of your personality that has kind of been with you or formed from your childhood or whether it's not just something that's a big part of your personality and you know exactly where it came from, Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of us or share that with us is at Twitter. It's at The Spare Room PC. So if you could share that with us, we'd love to interact. Um, Or you could email us, uh, PC at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us in The Spare Room, and we hope that you'll come back with us next week.